Hi, good morning. It's Monday in the month of May, 2020. My name is Eva. If you happen to be here for the first time, and this is the second half where I reflect uh, on things that I experience with some of my clients during coaching sessions and things that I drive from my own experience, which I then in return use to help others and which I hope it can bring you some value on your own journey. And today I want to talk from day, I think 53, 54, I can't remember anymore, to be honest, of um, confinement in, in Spain. We are seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. However, specifically my own region hasn't been given the green light to move into even some more normalcy. So we still cannot go out to the terraces and to the bars and have a beer. So we have to wait. And on that note, I wanted to talk about uh, impermanence today and this notion of, of facts or situations that will be temporary that this too shall pass and about the longest two nights of my life and something that I learned from Byron Katie which I will share with you in a bit about three years ago I went traveling when I decided to uh, take a break in my life and move into the second half of my life and I ended up in New Zealand as you might know from some of uh, the previous episodes. In New Zealand I traveled uh, around the North Island and then I went to the South Island. I have been uh, on a yoga retreat uh, on the Cook Islands, came back to uh, to the North Island, Auckland. I met some fantastic people and then I went to the South Island and there it was one of the times that I was really truly on my own in New Zealand and alone. And I really wanted to do that. And New Zealand is a, is, is a place that nature is so big, so rough, so massive that it's it, it makes you very, very humble and, and very, very small. It's actually a pretty unique experience to go through New Zealand alone and on your own. Because it's, it's, it's daunting. It's, 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 it's big. It's massive. It's, nature is so, so strong. And I got to experience some of it. I rented a car. And I went on a tour around the South Island. If you look at New Zealand, normally people always go through the same places. And I don't really like that. So I decided that I was going to talk to people who are either locals or who have lived there or who know a little bit better and just find those unique places where it's not your standard route in uh, in New Zealand with your camper van. So one of the places that I got told that I should definitely check out because it fits with me, you would surely like it. It's 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 a little bit back in time. It's 
It's a bit weird, it's a bit quirky, um, a bit kitschy. And I love that. I love those places. Like you suddenly went back 30 years ago and it's just this really funky, weird place. And that was the Catlins in the South. So I got in my car, booked myself a place that looked so cute and so nice and so beautiful, close to the beach, but up on a hill. And I was very excited. I entered the area of the Cutlands and it was already not sunny. It was cloudy. It was starting to rain. It was welcome, but the weather was really not good. Not only I like going to places where normally people don't go, but I also like traveling off season for the same reason. I don't want to have to bother about booking places and restaurants and where everywhere is packed. And so, but the combination of the Catlins and out of season, I can tell you that that is not a really great combination. So I arrived finally to my place on the top of the hill. I find it. And I arrive and there is no one. It's a huge house with 12 rooms. And then there is a smaller house, which is the one that I'm staying at with another two rooms. And there is no one to be found. Not a car, not a sign of life, nothing. In this deserted, back in time, isolated place on top of a hill, where it's cloudy and rainy and there's nothing going on. And I park my car and I open the door and I go into this house, which seemed pretty haunted. And no one, everything is shut down, no light, no one at reception, nothing. Only a board that says all the names of the rooms room one, room two, room three, main house, and then my house. And there is not one name on any room. And I continue going down the board and then I see the house that I am staying in, one room, two rooms, and there's only one name and that's mine. And I'm thinking, what is going on here? And then I keep on looking around and then I find next to the phone, there's a phone, literally a landline by the reception and a note. Hi, I had to go to the dentist. Give me a call when you arrive. Okay, so I pick up the phone, I call that number and it's the owner of the place. And he tells me, hey, hi, how are you? Welcome to the Kathleen, super nice guy. But who tells me that he had to go to Christchurch and that he wasn't going to be there for the time that I was going to stay, which was literally two nights. And he says, but you can have the house to yourself. Like it's, it's like, it's this great thing. And I'm like, yeah, in normal circumstances, maybe, but all right. So yeah, so there's the key, just go down to the house, settle yourself and enjoy, have a great time and uh, sorry that I couldn't meet you and well, off you go. And then I thought, okay, should I leave? Sh should I go somewhere else, try to book myself somewhere? Because seriously, 
it was starting to get dark soon. And I looked around and there is no one, like not a house, nothing up until the far distance. And then it started getting dark. And then I, and then I looked out and there was this tiny light far away. And I thought, wow, if I, if someone comes in here, I can shout as loud as I want. No one is going to hear me. And well, that was it. That was the end. And I started panicking a little bit and I started like, oh my God, what am I going to do here? Not only one night, but two nights. And I had no food. So I went out in my car and I happened to find a, a, a place where there was some food, a cafe. And I got some uh, something to eat and I was talking to a couple of the local people there and they said, oh, what a pity with the weather. You know, normally this is so nice and you can go to the beach. But yeah, the storm is coming. The storm is coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they have said that there's a big storm coming. So just, you know, just be careful and take it easy and da, da, da. And I'm like, oh my God, okay. This is just getting better by the minute. So I went back to the house and the storm started to come. And the storm in New Zealand at that level, it was like the noise of the wind and the rain. I just thought I was going to be blown away. It was heavy and loud and strong. And all I had was a television in that house. So I put on the news, I put on the TV, and it is breaking news every hour. Breaking news. The storm is coming. Be very careful. Stay inside. Don't get in your cars. Don't do anything. This is going to be big. <laughs> and I'm, I'm alone in this place in the middle of freaking nowhere with no one around with no food in the house, with nowhere to go and to visit and, and, and enjoy nature because you couldn't almost get out of your car because you were literally being blown away. So I had, I don't think I slept for like an hour that night. <laughs> I tried to block the door, but you can imagine, I mean, the, the door is there. It's like, it, it is seriously, I mean, it's New Zealand. It's like the safest place on earth. And it's like the smallest village in the middle of the safest place on earth. Like, rationally, you think nothing's going to happen to me. Irrationally, I was blocking the door with a chair and just freaking out and panicking, thinking what is going to happen. And the rain, it was just huge. Now, then it comes next day, Wednesday, second day that I was going to be there. The rain stopped a little bit, so I could manage to get in my car. And I there was a forest where I thought, well, maybe I can go and have a walk in the forest because it will be a little bit more covered. So I did that. It was still raining, but I did manage to 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 have a walk a little bit. But the sea was absolutely impossible. It was just like literally people being pushed left and right from the wind. 
And I said, okay, well, I'm just going to go and have a coffee or a warm tea, something and some food around lunchtime. And what turns out is that in the Catlins on Wednesday, the only two cafes that are on the area, they both decide to close on Wednesday, which is brilliant. So nowhere to go, nothing to do, no cafe. And I went to try to look for a supermarket, nothing. There was only a small gas station that had some not very appealing bread, some eggs and some butter, and that was about it. So I gathered the food that I could get and I headed out to the house and the storm was just getting worse and worse and worse and the news continued. And you can imagine I had no Wi-Fi. I only had the data on my phone, but I mean, it was like, I don't know, 30 MBs per day or something. Like you open your phone and that, that was it. So I couldn't watch anything on my phone. I couldn't, I couldn't keep myself busy with anything else. And... I couldn't even concentrate because I had books to read. I had other things, but I, my focus just was not there. And I still had an entire day and night to go. Same, 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 same. Every news on the hour, they started saying, we are experiencing the worst storm in years. The Auckland bridge has been closed which has not happened i believe in like 60 years or something like that please 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 do not leave your houses please do not get in your cars <laughs> and i'm thinking i just want to get out of here like i can't not imagine staying another night like what am i going to do no way no way just praying that this storm would pass I had another night in which I managed to sleep a little bit better, but not great, obviously. And I just waited for six o'clock in the morning to arrive. As soon as there was light and I couldn't sleep anymore, I just said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get out of here. Um, the storm had become a little bit less and I had already booked myself following that on that day and night in Christchurch at a really nice place. So I'm like, I'm, I, I have to get out of here. So I got in my car and I said, I'm just going to drive. And, and, and if something happens, then I will see then. And then I will stop wherever I am. But maybe there will be a little bit more life than where I am at this moment. So I got in my car, I started driving out of the Catlins and I started heading towards Christchurch. The storm did stop eventually and better weather seemed to come. I drove and I drove and I drove until I got to Christchurch. I made it safe and sound and I reached the Airbnb where I was staying which was a beautiful house 
by the water. Totally different than where I was coming from. Beautiful, luxurious, wonderful, elegant, oh my God, big glass windows onto the water. This huge kitchen, coffee machine, everything and anything you can imagine. Thick bathrobes in, on your bed and this incredible bathroom and bathtub. And, <laughs> and after what I had experienced, I arrived in that place. And it was also around Easter time. So the owner of the house of that incredible apartment had gone to visit family and because of the storm she had decided to stay there so she wasn't coming back so i was having this place all to myself for three nights and i just arrived in heaven and how i managed to enjoy that house it was i would have enjoyed it anyway but just coming from where I was coming, just the fact that I was safe and sound. And that after the dark comes the light. And that after that, those horrible two nights, I was going to have the best three nights. That that had passed, that that was temporary and that better times would come. And that being able to go through the pain and through the stress and the distress moving into the joy and the pleasure and the relaxation are things that are looking back but actually not even looking back but they're they're good to they're good to have both because i had a choice i really thought about should I just try to get out of this place and book myself in a hotel where there might be more people than just myself alone? And I decided for myself that I was going to put through those two nights that I had put myself there and that I was not going to be that scared to, to leave, that I was going to stay for those two nights. And I did. And I survived and it was fine and the fact that i decided not to leave the place and just put myself through those two nights and then the change and the arrival to this new place it was just absolutely incredible to the point that the owner because of that storm again and because she had been with family she said that she wasn't coming back either for another two days so that if i wanted to extend my stay and i hadn't really booked my next place so I said yes so I ended up spending five nights in this most incredible apartment in in Christchurch and realizing how life goes and 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 this notion of impermanence and temporary situations which is why I wanted to talk about this story today because of the times that we are living if we all manage to get through this and most of us I hope we will then even this 
too shall pass and we will move on in, into another situation. And also the reason why I wanted to talk to you about that story in New Zealand is this idea of are you okay right now? And that is something that has helped me tremendously over the years since I first learned about it from Byron Katie. I have seen Byron Katie in Amsterdam twice. Once a few years ago and another time, I think it was last year or two years ago. A few years ago, the first time that I went to see her, she talked about how to manage stress and fear and anxiety. She is all about being in the in the present moment and being in the now and not too much in the past and not too much in the future because there's nothing that you can do about it. But just to stay within the now of what's happening at this very moment. And what can you influence and what can you manage and what can you change out of the situation where you're in at this very moment? And not too much of, oh my God, what is going to happen? Oh my God, what if? Oh, in the future, this might occur and it's already blurring your present. And she told the story, which of course she brings it to the extreme so that you get the point. We were at the Rai, it's like this conference, big conference center in Amsterdam. And she said, imagine that there is that there's a terrorist coming into the room right now with a bomb. And he says, this explosive is going to go in five seconds from now. And she looks at everybody in the audience and says, are you okay right now? This bomb hasn't exploded yet. Nothing has happened yet. Are you okay right now at this very moment where you are sitting? And there we are and then we all say, yes, we are okay right now. Okay, four seconds to go. Are you okay right now? You're sitting to some, next to somebody that you know. I'm here, I'm talking to you. Are you okay right now? Yes. And then three seconds and then two seconds and then one second. And then when that thing explodes, well, we take it from there in the sense of you might be impacted by it. You might not be impacted by it. You might even be hurt by it. And are you still okay right now? This, this thing really changed my life in so many occasions because I used to, you know, I fly quite a bit and I was always fine. But I, as I got older, I started to feel not so comfortable anymore with, with turbulence, for example. And this has helped me so much. When the turbulence starts, I ask myself, are you okay right now? Yes, I am okay right now. I'm still sitting on this plane. We're still in the air. It's all fine. I'm still okay right now. Okay. And then I managed to relax. Maybe not all the time. Then when the next bump or so happens, then I kind of like go back to <laughs> being afraid again. But again, I pose myself the question, are you okay right now? And the answer is yes. Okay. 
then on we go yeah so that has helped me in so many occasions where I would be in a situation where it would be stressful or difficult or where anxiety would arrive and I would ask myself are you okay right now and that's what I did when I found myself in that house whenever the storm would be hitting and the wind would be loud and I would start to freak out and panic a little bit I would ask myself are you okay right now like yes nobody has come through that door this wind hasn't blown the house you still have the food you are sitting in a beautiful little house now, it's not too sugar-coated but just the facts you are sitting in this beautiful little house you have some food you you just made yourself a coffee or a tea you're sitting in front of the television are you okay right now yes i am not that it was 100% gone but it helps it really really helps to pose this question and so i did time and time again and every time i need it and every time anyone needs it i pose the question are you okay right now and if you are then you can cope with the situation a little bit better so within this covid and with this situation that we're going through and with this confinement i i still pose myself the question are you okay right now is the situation at home okay is your mother okay still right now yes okay then fear might come but i just go back to this question time and time again and when things change then you take it again from what the situation is at that moment but if you are okay right now there is not that much of a point to be panicking with the future or the past or anything else but just come back to yourself come back to this moment come back into your body just pause for a minute are you okay yes all right and then we go on so that is what I wanted to share with you today. That things are temporary, that these two shall pass. And if that fear comes, and if there is anxiety, and if there is worry, pose the question to yourself, are you okay right now? And I hope you are, and I hope you will be. And I hope we will continue onwards and come out of this in the best possible way that we can. I will leave you for now and I'll talk to you next time. Have a great day. Bye bye.